Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first live recording of the Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs podcast. As you can see, amazing production value that we have here at the podcast. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Joe, Carlo, and Andrew from Sushi Mango. Because I'm not uh, dressed in a dress here, yeah. so uh, feels a bit uh, feels a bit awkward, doesn't it? How fucking shit was that start? I've got to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. We're off to a fucking flyer. I got my own table too. You're in uh, West Africa over there. Yeah, yeah, I'm in St Albans <laughs> over here. Hey, it's real nice that you guys all came out and joined us uh, today to raise some money for my room. So thanks, guys. Give yourself a round of applause for that. Absolutely. Oh, really? They are. They've got they're a very special place near our hearts, and uh, we've spoken to Margaret. I think Margaret's here somewhere in the audience. There she is. Oh, centre stage there, in the middle. If anyone wants to give cash to Margaret, go give it to her over there, please. Yeah. Well, if you want to throw Google cash course. on stage, feel free to we'll do it. We'll take it. We're not getting paid, so it's, uh, Definitely any money it. is good money for us. So. That's right. How you doing, boys? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Not too bad. Good. Yeah. It's yeah. a bit weird. Normally, we're sort of looking more at each other, and now we're looking out. So we're going to talk to you guys. Pretending that we're looking at each we've other, never it's done going to be kind of weird. That's the thing, like, we, we came out with, we've never really done this before. No. And we're like, how are we going to so do this? It's going to be shit. It's going to be know. terrible. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. So bear with us. It's only 20 um, bucks though, 20 bucks. Don't 20 bucks what do you want for 20 bucks, guys? Actually, it should have been 100 bucks. Give us the fucking 80 bucks now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want for 20 bucks, man? You don't get a fucking Palmer for 20 bucks. Not even 20 bucks. The cigarettes cost 50 bucks these days. You know what? Actual fact, you're all tight asses for only 20 bucks in China. The doilies make me feel comfortable. Though. Yeah, yeah it's nice. And there's you know? a not lovely wine over there too, by the way. Yeah, you know? what, what wine uh, is that? Hang I don't on. know. Is that a bottle of Johnny Vincent Sam's wine? I think it is. Hey, fuck, fuck, Pino, they're not paying yeah. us. <laughs> they're not paying us anymore. But the wine's great. You yeah. should try it. <laughs> Dan Murphy's and BWS, just in case you wanted to know. Tell you what's not great, these fucking peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> They've been on the table since our very first podcast. How long ago? These peanuts are older than my great grandmother. These peanuts. <laughs> lift them, lift them up a little so bit. Seriously, we haven't, we haven't. Oh, you guys changed, can't see them. We haven't changed. These are the same nuts. Coolio ate one of these nuts, and now he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they blame us for it, but we had nothing to do with it. Yeah. So, if you want a nut, you probably should stay away from it. There's fresh nuts at the bar. Go and buy those. So don't eat our nuts. All right. Um, all right. So. Where do all the pins go? This is about? as good as it's going to get. Okay. That, that, that. See, this is the start. What was the question? This is the start where do of all it? the pins go? Where do all the pins go? What pins? Go? Pins. Like, why can't you Like, as in, blue, like in ballpoint pins. No, no, the pin that you climb. What the fuck do you think pins? Well, there's different kind of pins. Pins. Where the, the, you write with, they always disappear. You never got a pin when you want it. Is this a Seinfeld bit? Is it Seinfeld? You like robbed this from, you stole this from, from Seinfeld. Seinfeld. You have to see what I've got to fucking deal with every day. But seriously though, where do all the pins go? Well, to the bottom of the drawer. Um, it's a good question. I mean, does anyone in the audience have a pen? No. Oh shit, you got a pen. Actually, you got, what the fuck do you have a pen for? What? Who uses? You guys roll around with a pen just in case you need to sign a contract or something like that. Would you, do you just have the pen in your pocket? Aren't you scared it's going to stab you in the dick? <laughs> <laughs> Who uses pens anymore? We don't even write anymore. Ink poisoning, that's some serious you shit. You've got a pin, but you've got a purse, right? 
So you keep it in your purse. It's like there's everything in there. There's, let's not talk about what's in your purse. <laughs> what's, what are the things that are in a woman's purse? Well, there would be a... a um, there will, there's not... <laughs> You're going to say lady sanitary products? There's a makeup, makeup crappy thing. Why did we just, why did we just, why did we just brush over tampon? Like yeah, well, <laughs> no, I didn't. I well, said, I that depends on what month, what day, week of the month that would yeah. be. Do, do women carry tampons? Absolutely. I'm surely, for emergencies. My mum had a pad this big. <laughs> 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 Why would they carry a tampon if it's not that time of the month? Like, you just keep well, it in no, emergencies, man. No. What do you mean, emergency? You're just going to start bleeding randomly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that works. That's I'm what, sure that's what it is. That. <laughs> I'm sure they don't know when the exact, unless you're on the pill, you have, it's not regulated. It could come well, anytime. This guy's a pharmacist all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone need a prescription? Uh, just line up here. Well, that, well that's, there'd, be a, there'd be a brush in, in a woman's bag. A brush. They like could do their A hair. comb, yeah. A yeah. comb. Be makeup. Do you, do you call them brush or combs, women? Do what, ladies? Huh? 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 What's, what's a comb? Combs for you. A comb. I've been using the comb since I was five years old. You're right, yeah. your comb. Remember the comb over? Yeah, my, bar, my dad used to give me this comb over, man. It was just strict, one line from here all the way across. Like and he said, lick <laughs> and pat it down. Talk about the lick. Remember how people used to lick and wipe shit off your face? Yeah. Imagine doing that during COVID. Now it's like <laughs> COVID. Huh? I love it. All right, let's take a move on. Right, let's move on. That was fun. Um, anyway, what else is in a woman's purse? Makeup. Eyeliner. I said makeup. Oh. Make clipping things. So that's like, like a little. Oh, scrunchy. Scrunchy. That's a big one. Do you reckon? Oh, I don't think so. Hair ties. Hair, hair ties. Hair clip. Sorry. Just <laughs> a scrunchie is a hair tie, man. No, no well, it's not. But yeah, you're right. A scrunchie's a hair tie. Is, right. it? is it? No, shit Jamie? Is it? Shit Jamie? Shit Jamie? Oh, by the way, everyone, this is shit Jamie, everyone. You know no, Joe Rogan? No applause, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Can we um, intro this podcast? Roll the tape. Yeah, let's do it. Podcast? Podcast. Podcast. Are we doing a podcast? We're Sushi Mango. When I was your age, I was Samaya. Oh, you bastard. Ah, you like my salami, huh? Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs Podcast. A podcast not about meatballs. Why do we call it that? I hate it. It's just stupid. All right, let's start. Don't be shit. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. A podcast. Ah. Hello. Uh, yeah, that's what I usually say. Listen. All right. What are we going to talk about? How much hair do you guys have in your feet at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of fucking question is that, man? I'm dealing with something that, you know, I'm going to put myself in a vulnerable position right now. But you know me. Fuck it. I'm dealing with hair on my toe that's like... We're talking like... We're talking about the kind of hair that you can plait? Like man, that, that I, man, I, hair I or what? I looked at my foot in the shower this morning. <laughs> and it looked like a wet dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that's, that's just had lunch, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what happened was, is one day I was sort of looking in the mirror and I caught a glimpse of the top of the thing here. And I was like, what the hell? I think I'm losing a little bit of hair at the back here. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the head for a shaved head. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll, fi- I'll do whatever I can not to go bald. Sorry for the bald people that are already bald yep. in the crowd. So I started taking this minoxidil <laughs> stuff. 
What's that? What is it's it? It's stuff to keep your hair growing. I was like, no, it's not going to happen. Six months down the track, I look at my foot and there's a wet dog on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, so it's growing on your foot and not in your head? It's growing everywhere, man. My underarms just looks like the Jackson 5 under here, man. I got... That means you've got a bush downstairs as well, yeah? <laughs> you don't want to know what's going on on my ass. <laughs> you don't want to know. You need a whippersnipper, a hand stripper. <laughs> Let me go to my missus. Can you cut my ass, please? That's love. You don't have love. hair on your toes? Yeah, but not like that. Not like that. You need well, to you go. Want, okay, take your foot out. I, don't know. I wish I could show you guys, but it's going to take me too Wait, long. Why don't you show, show the people? I'm not going to show Have you got this far and you're going to show no. them? Show no. No. <laughs> No, that's disgusting. Is it? No, then I have to take my shoe off, and I'm embarrassed, to be honest. I'm a little embarrassed about it. You know, the, 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 the people, the ones in the crowd that have asked, you guys are it's sicko. Really you're weird. the sickos with the foot fetish, yeah? They're the ones that don't want to see you. <laughs> you should start charging for that, huh? <laughs> Extra 20 bucks, you guys reckon? See photos of my feet? <laughs> no, nah, but it's really weird, man. Long, stringy hairs just hanging off the side of the toe. But anyway. Oh, please so why stop, why man. You just clip with them, like, clean it up. Clip? Like, like Clip, I need to go to the beautician to get this sorted here. This is, this do, is a little, do a little bit of maintenance on it. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. This minoxidil, whatever it is, yeah. how long do you have to take it for? Are you sure you're taking, you're taking the, right, the right amount or, you, or you're taking too much? I'm taking one. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to have a, a furry dog on your toe, man. <laughs> look, man, I'm taking the required amount and I'm just fine. Even look, at my, look at my arms, man. Look. That's just because you're a wog. Look at that. <laughs> look, at my, look at my fingers. <laughs> oh, you know, I, had, I had that when I was 12 years old, though. So. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm dealing with. Anyway, we've got some very special guests here tonight. Today. Wait, what is it? Today. This afternoon. This afternoon. Um, roll it. Today we have the privilege of speaking with two legends of the Carlton Football Club who have left an undeniable mark on the sport. One is a two-time All-Australian and Premiership player who was renowned for his defensive prowess. The other is also a Premiership player, an AFL Hall of Fame inductee, and a three-time All-Australian. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to the stage. Two of the biggest wogheads to have played the game of AFL, Ange Christou and Anthony Kudafidis. Carlton song. Happy Easter, mate. Happy Easter. We forgot to mention that it's uh, it's Orthodox Easter today, so happy <laughs> Easter to anyone in the crowd. Yeah. Any Greeks happy out here? Happy uh, Orthodox Easter to anyone who's... Uh, oh, sorry, not Greeks. Uh, any Orthodox out here? Yeah? Yes. Oh, so I, I congr Thank thanks for coming. Shouldn't you guys be on your, your third <laughs> lamb by now? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the boys? The boys! Hey, Hello, give gentlemen. a round of applause. Hello, everyone. Great to be here. Two of the, I reckon you, two of the biggest wogheads that played the game. I reckon. Is that right? Who, who was big? Who would have been bigger wogheads than you guys? Well, nah, there was Dipper. No. Come on. He was hit a bad heat. There's no one bigger than Dipper. Dipper. Dakes back in the day. Dakos. 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 Do you remember Athos Harusalakis? Who? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone back from Connor? Remember him? He's from my area, Lalo. So he's a yeah, superstar. Yeah. We had uh, Dermot Prairie. He's a Greek too. Dermot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was from the north of Italy. You're right. 
Liba. Silvani. Liba, yeah. Liba. The Rocker Brothers. Oh, the Rocker Boys. We tried to get them on today. Yeah, but they were too busy for you. The Italians left the Italians high and dry. The Greeks showed up, and the Italians just like, nah. Hang on, don't show up. Kuda's half. I'm half half. Half half. Thank you. You're half half? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean, though? The respect went up like that. Yeah, which half that do you think? Which the good half? The mother side. The mother side. That's the Italian. That shows the other side. Yeah, the father. Because I, <laughs> I was reading up on you, and I was like, you you inducted to the Ita AFL Italian Hall of the uh, team, team of the century. Bravo, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? They got this wrong. He's Greek. What's he doing in the Italian? No, I'm both. And you're on yeah, the Greek one. And you're in the Australian Hall of one. Fame too. Exactly. So you're fucking all the fames, everything. That's right. <laughs> all nations as well. You know, the father was born in Egypt, though. So if there's an Egyptian team of the century, I'll probably, probably <laughs> be in that one as well. <laughs> Any Egyptians here? No. No, okay. <laughs> That's why there's no team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very lucky, the two cultures. Okay. Yeah, the Hall of Fame of Northgate. Well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone been to Northgate? Anyone from Northgate? Fish and chip shop. What's anyone been to Angel's fish and chip shop? There's oh, there a few go. waves. You want to get, to get there? Oh, not now. All right. Start it off, man. They're going to forget. Do it now. We'll forget afterwards. We're going to charge you five grand for the plug. It's a glorified fish shop in Northgate, so if anyone hasn't heard of it, it's called North Seafood Bar and Grill. Everything's pretty much made on the spot. So we basically sell pretty much everything. And it's So everyone here tonight, be here, right? What you're going to get is to get to go to the shop. <laughs> and he's some fish and chips. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it's closed today because of Greek Easter. But um, I want to know how many roots you copped when you're pregnant. <laughs> 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 Jesus <laughs> Christ. You're looking at me, like you? Oh, both just collectively. Waiting, give us the number. I'm waiting no, for no, your no, number. No, and who popped more roots? <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for your number and I'll just pop it up. <laughs> me? No, yeah. please. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a divorce question if you answer that one, isn't it? If, if, if your wife so how, I, well, gonna, can I, you give us a ballpark? Listen, I want to be married. Boys, he's actually, <laughs> I'm worried because he's actually thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, was it no, I'm only joking. It's a good start, everyone. Anyway, yeah. It's what? a different time back then. Like, you know, what's, what's changed from back then? Social media's back? for one. Yeah, mm. Social media's a... What else? No, that's a big one, social media. Yeah. We had so many free drink cards, though, boys. We were blessed, I'll tell you what. Metro Nightclub, anyone? <laughs> Thank you. Metro. And God's my favourite of all time was Chase's. Anyone? Chase's Sunday night? Sunday nights. Sunday nights. Boys, were you there? Be too I was at Chase's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chasers is Chasers. Chasers is old delirium, yeah. Chasers is now called... Uh, it's called Yeah, I no. think so. Yeah. It's changed. That's no. what's changed. It is. What are you laughing at? It's called Puffduff. It's really called that. No, no, no. It's called... The night's called Puffduff, but it's still Chasers. It's called um, non-binary Duff. Yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> All this shit that's going on these days. Get out of here, non-binary. No, I love Chasers. Every Sunday, delirium. Yeah. Uh, it was like going to church. You had to go every Sunday. We <laughs> <laughs> had to. We loved playing on Friday nights because we could go out Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, night, Sunday, Sunday and Monday, and sometimes <laughs> Tuesdays, and on a Wednesday warehouse as well. Uh, yeah. And we still play good footy. And, still play good and footy. still play footy. Yeah. But back then, how, uh, back back then, like when was when did you guys finish playing? 
I finished in 02. I was 07. All right, so how much were you training back in those days? Is it very different now than what it was back then? Yeah, we started uh, part-time initially when we, in the early 90s and uh, later on, probably around 96, 97, started to get a little bit more serious and eventually it became a full-time thing. So early on, Angie, we had to work because our pay wasn't you know, very big. And so everyone pretty much worked and then played footy. We're actually stacking boxes for Just Jeans. Really? Yeah, under 19, stacking boxes for Just oh, Jeans. Really? So, yeah, hang on, so how, how, many, how many years did you guys have to, I feel like fucking Gary Lyon. Yeah. So how many years did you have to work part-time and play footy part-time? How many years was that? Paco wanted you to have some sort of tertiary or, or a job as such. So you, you, need, you wanted stability. So, you know, it took me, what, two, three years to become ah. like a semi-established player. We and started our own, yeah, because we started our own business called Home Security. And yeah, what, basically all we did... Business. Yeah. yeah. But all we did was just stay at home and look at <laughs> the house. Right. So we, we had cards. We worked, yeah. Cards. I think we worked for about two or three years and that was enough for Angie and me. With, uh, spoiled by our mums. Yeah, right. It was a great business. It didn't go to... <laughs> <laughs> so what was the shittest job you guys did before you, you, fe- you hit a big time in there? In AFL. Well, was that was it. That was, that, that was it? Yeah. Nothing before that? I actually worked... Does anyone know Trash and Treasure? Yeah. All right. I worked one day there. Because <laughs> <laughs> he took all the yeah, treasure. in Thomastown, hey? He took all the treasure. Yeah, yeah there was a bit there. And I was working at, um, as a 17-year-old, straight after school, I went to, to help mum. She was working at St V. She was a cook there. But I was cleaning the dishes. Right. Yeah. Didn't last well, long. And, then, and then it switched. So you went full time to footy, but was yeah. that like because the AFL or the league was moving in that direction? Yeah, the paychecks went up too. That helped. That's um, good. But yeah, it did. But it was a good. I think before it was really good to have something else, not just footy all the time, because I, I reckon it really helped our game. So when we didn't work for a little while, I sort of felt the, the difference from when I did work. Because when you start to work and you just get your mind a little bit off footy, you play better footy. So I think it was a smarter thing to do. But nowadays, as far as I know, the, the guys study also, so that helps. You can't yeah. just do footy, 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 you know? So what, what did you guys do? Because you, you guys were one of two of the greats that to ever played a game. Jeez, that's a big comment. Well, yeah. it's true. Am I right or am I wrong? Give <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a round of applause. It's better than that. I'll, yeah. take, I'll take the three. Yeah. I'll take yeah. the three. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few Collingwood supporters going, fuck off! <laughs> 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 but... So what would you, you guys still played good football, even though you were doing football full time. So what were you doing when you weren't playing? I football? took up golf. Okay. Yeah, it takes, takes the stress off, off everything. So you're just worried about the next shot. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So go, golf helped me out this <coughs> time. What are you talking about? When I play golf, I have, a, I have a mental breakdown most of the time when <laughs> I play golf. What do you mean, mate? mate? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like you. Love it. Golf. Still do. Still love it. Yeah, it stresses me out, golf. I've got, yeah. got no patience for it. But if it works for you, keep doing it. It's good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 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 what, man? I'm trying to be serious. It can be stressful. Um, back to the roots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. So who was your toughest, who was your toughest uh, opponents back in the day? Like, who, who was your... Who was your you, we didn't talk before and you didn't mention Matthew Richardson. <laughs> was, was he... <laughs> Was yeah, who, who was the toughest? Like, you know, yeah, for me it was Richard. Yeah, Richo? Matty Richard. Yeah, who's Richmond here? Anyone Richmond? Yeah, Richard. Absolute gun. Yeah, as I was talking to Andrew before. Yeah, he's the only player you know, isn't it, Richard? That's it. That's right. He still, he still thinks Richardson plays today. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. he does. I'm sure he does. 
Now, Richo Wachimayo, I he was a phenomenal athlete in terms of a, a guy who had speed and endurance. I didn't have great endurance, so I think he knew that. So he just run me ragged. But he was six foot five, and I was six foot three, so he was taller too. And I played him twice, but he was the only player I felt like every time the ball came in, he was going to get the ball. So he was the only time I really felt threatened in the game of footy with someone that I played on. So for me, he was a phenomenal player. Almost won a Brownlow in probably his last or second year last year when they played him on the wing because no one could keep up with him. So, But you were a big you, boy in your day, so it wasn't that he was physically imposing over you. I mean, you were handling yourself. What was it about him? Was it that he, he was, was a great runner. Two, yeah. two inches. Two inches. Two inches, uh, makes, two inches makes all the difference, really, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Do you want to answer <laughs> your question from inches. before? <laughs> yeah. You know, two inches. Yeah. I had the privilege of playing on... It's all about the joke. inches. Not, not for long, just relieving for five or ten minutes, but he'd just take it left to right, middle, back. And I was a, pretty much a good runner, so... I wasn't phased by that, but he was, he was pretty So cool. he was playing then how they play now, because it's really pretty like... A, it's yeah, a, they run. Non-stop. It's running now. Like Plugger back in that, oh, he couldn't have... He would, to run to there... He'd be he didn't have to run too far, Plugger. He didn't have to run too far. You reckon a guy like Plugger could kick 10 goals a game like he used to in, in today's game? I don't know about 10, but if anyone could, I mean, those superstar forwards... I mean, Gary Ablett Jr. Senior to me was the greatest player of all time. Oh, and right. you could never write them off. If they were playing nowadays, although, I mean, they played differently before, I'm sure they'd be able to adapt to the way the game style is now because they were just... I watched Gary Ablett Senior, I mean, there, live, and the things that he did were just not human. And then you see Tony Lockett. I remember walking... He was walking on Princess Park and I could have sworn the ground was moving. He was just... <laughs> he was a scary dude. I didn't go near him. I'll tell you there's right one, now. I left him bloke, for sauce. There's one bloke, sauce, that probably wouldn't be playing today would be sauce. Because he loved to tag. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Sorry if you're listening out there, Sauce. No, I'm not. I didn't say, I didn't say that. <laughs> but he, he would tell the story. All these big guys like Ablett, Dunstall, Lockett, their first 20 metres were phenomenal. Like, up with this guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so so yeah, the first 20 was, was crucial. Is there anyone currently playing the game that's comparative to, what, in your opinion, to the... You know, the star quality of Gary Ablett. I mean, obviously, you think he's the best, best of all time, but is there anyone today that you think has similar abilities? I don't know. To me, Gary Ablett Sr. was just a one in a million, you know? Yeah. Like that sort of player. But there's some like, unbelievable athletes going around nowadays, and we can't say, oh, comparing different eras. But I don't know. I felt like throughout the 90s was the best era of footy, and I reckon 80s and 90s, in my opinion, and uh, the players that we played against, there were superstars everywhere, everywhere we went. So... The game's a little bit different now, and great athletes, and uh, total respect for what they do, but in our day, they were monsters <laughs> and good athletes and at you, the same time. You basically stayed at your spot. That's why they were guns. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't see Ablett in the middle, but today you see Coonerall all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The they come and go, they're on and off. I started that. Did you? Playing <laughs> everywhere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you used were no Yeah, I was going to say, you used to really play forward, though, but now you're saying you used to play on Richo, right? Did you, you spend some time on the forward line, didn't you? Half everywhere. Forward. Everywhere. Half forward now. <laughs> You've gone around out here. Listen. Everywhere. I he played everywhere. Mainly mid, like on the wing was really where I started playing better footy. But I played every position, including ruck, ruck, rover, back pocket, full back, full forward. I played everywhere, really. But I played my best footy in the midfield. So yeah. I think then, yeah, because I was known as the first athlete to come into the game. And then they yeah. started to search for these athletes. And now we've got all these athletes. Because for about six years, I don't, I don't think you wore a top. Nah. <laughs> I wore a cape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cooterman, yeah. He did. Superman, he Cooterman. Did. He doesn't want to brag, but he did. Like, yeah. you know, you say, Mark, Dustin Martin picking up the ball one hand. 
This guy was doing it 25 years that's ago. That's right. That's he right. doesn't pick up the ball one hand. He oh. fends off with one hand. Oh, yeah. He can't <laughs> pick up one off. hand. Only I did that, Ange. <laughs> <laughs> He was ahead of his time. I'd say, can I tell everyone, if I didn't ring Ange today, he wouldn't be here. He totally forgot. <laughs> and I've been in Mildura. I just flew back, landed, ringing in panic because I texted him before I left. Ange, please make sure you remember today nothing as I landed. I'm sweating. Oh, please, Ange. <laughs> ring him up. Nothing. I had to ring his wife. And I got a hold of his wife, it's Tammy, true. and then he rang me two minutes later. Look, I'm a, I'm a little aloof. I had a little? Holy, I had Holy <laughs> communion, communion last night. Yeah. And it finished at 3 a.m. We had to be here one thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and his mum used to wake him up. He never had an alarm clock. So anytime he was late for training, he blamed his mum. <laughs> and he was twenty-eight at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine what I had to put up with. <laughs> it wasn't easy, mate. You it's think true. we're great mates. We're it's opposite true. of everything. But at least I had my own alarm. <laughs> you guys have been. I never forget. Uh, oh, sorry, now you go. No, your so you guys have been your show. Years. No, it's not my show. I'm shutting up. No, go, go, go. Do it. Tell us. Go on. Now, Ange's mum, beautiful lady, Theomena. And uh, she loved Ange. But Ange would come home from training and eh, drop his bag. There she used to come out. I love Ange. Ange, good boy. Ange, good boy. Pick up his clothes, put it into the laundry. <laughs> At least I had respect for my mum. I put my clothes in the laundry. In the laundry. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Ange would say, Ange's mum would say in front of his sister, I love Ange more. Then Irene, oh, no. I love Angie too much, I don't know why. Like, just <laughs> love Angie. <laughs> and would sit there eating her food, he would blast her too much. So, Mum, I thought it tasted all right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the poor, she's such hey, a beautiful lady. Mom, I love this. She was my second mum. Thank go. you for bringing it up. All right, so off you go, Angie. Our mums, our mums would go to the, to the footy. My dad never went to a match at all. Never? Never. Not one game. Yeah, I'll, I'll discuss it later if you want, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so that would sit, obviously they would sit together, you know, with the players' wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. So my mum and Kuda's mum, so they tell the story. So the, the game is over here, the ball's over there, I'm over there. My mum's like this. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I promise you. Kuda's mum turns around and says, Lena, what are you looking at? He goes, my Angie. <laughs> what's what's he doing now? She goes, don't worry about it. Worry about the ball. She goes, I don't care. What's he doing? <laughs> it's a true story. I used to wear a long sleeve jumper, not because of sauce. I wore it because my mum didn't know where I was in the game. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I told it's you. True. It. So it's why didn't your dad go to games? Oh, he suffered from a bit of uh, depression and anxiety. So it was a bit of a dysfunctional family. Like, you know, he didn't mind a bit of the... Yeah, the old wine and vino, but... Um, he, he, he didn't like the crowds. Didn't like crowds. He, liked, he was a homebody. Yeah, never he left home. Everyone had to come home. And it was a blast as well. But, uh, yeah, he sadly passed many, many years, many moons. But he never didn't come to one game. Um, I never had the privilege of having him there as a kid to take me to training. Right. Yeah, so today I'm sure your parents take them to training and pick them up and do this. Molly, we didn't speak a word of English. We didn't have a car. Had a bit of a drink, nothing. You know, it was all just all verbal. It was fantastic. It was a fun-loving family, but um, yeah, he never came to a game. So he you get, didn't even come to a game. He knew everything. He knew everything. Did he watch a game? On he yeah. um, He never watched it because because of his anxiety. Yeah, but yeah. He was my number one critic. Yeah. Number one, like I was never good enough. Yeah. But that was. Just the, <laughs> but he never it was, fucking it was, watched it. Was, it. You play for your shit. It was the Greek thing. That's why I told you, mate. That was it. Was tough love. That's what. That's how I 
grew up. But if I you went home one night, so it's fine. It's yeah, it's like you're not good enough, you know. Eat, you know, stop eating McDonald's. You know, you're an idiot. You can't eat, eat lentils and da da da. Yeah, yeah. All this sort of stuff. Yeah, fucky, fucky. Or you're faki, going out. Faki, you're yeah. going out at fazolada, <laughs> fazolada. You're going out at midnight. So we'd go out at midnight. He goes, you're here at one o'clock. I go, mate, I'm just looking out at twelve. How can I get back at one? He goes, yeah, you don't yeah. come at one. You're out with your mother. So how? Yeah, like it, was, it was crazy. We used to have to sneak out of his house. Sneak out, sneak we in. used to sneak out, put the car in neutral, and I used to have to push him <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> then he would start it, we not did. to wake up the old man. Start yeah. off, we went to Metro. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great day. And I used to sneak in the house because I had floorboards, and he used to yeah. snore. So I'd open up the door every time he'd snore. I'd open the gate. Without socks. It's a true, a true story. <laughs> yeah, so I had to drive, uh, and my thing was. Uh, I had to drive mum and dad to the games every single week. My mum told me as a, as a young kid, uh, as I started to play footy, you know, you must drive your mother and father to the football. I said, no worries, as I'm playing reserves, not a problem. As I started playing seniors, I started looking around, my teammates are turning up with their girlfriends or other teammates, I'm turning up mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> so as I started to get a little bit popular, I thought, mate, this is embarrassing, you know? And so I thought I'd go and approach mum. And she was only, it wasn't overly tall, me to 60-something. And I said, I approached her and I said to my brother, I go, watch this, Paul. And he's like, hey, no worries, mate. All right. So I went up there and I said, oh, mum, I'm looking at it. You know, I was doing the weights back then. I was like, I think it's about time you made your own way to the football, you and dad. And she looked at me like this. He goes, <laughs> I go, I'm only joking, mum. <laughs> I got stuck to the end of my career. Unfortunately, my father passed away with my, drive my mum in the car. And you can imagine when I had my girlfriend, who's now my wife, you know what I mean? Who do you reckon sat at the front? <laughs> <laughs> no one answered no. that. Anyway, they're tough times, mate. That's fucking great, though. You were out of doors. It wasn't easy being a wog, was it? No, it, wasn't, it, wasn't. it was different to the audience, uh, the well, anyway. And what we'd, get, um, we'd have uh, dinners, so we'd take it in turns to, to get um, some of the boys over for dinner. Yeah, So we'd get Camparelli or we'd get an Aaron Hamill, for example. Australian guy. He'd come over. Mum... Broken English. Hi, how are you? I go, Mum, Mrs. Aaron. Aaron says, You're Greek? <laughs> she goes, He says, No. She goes, Doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> I go, Mum, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. It doesn't matter, it's okay. It's okay. Now they, they, now they say, You're Greek? And she says, No, and not your fault. It doesn't matter, it's all right. It doesn't matter. It's crazy. Do you ever cop any stick for being wogs? Oh. What do you reckon? <laughs> Mate, I grew up in Layla Thomas down, please. <laughs> Anyone from no. northern suburbs here, Layla? Hey, 90% of the this people. It's a northern suburbs convention here today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a reunion. It's a reunion. <laughs> but, um, you know, in the AFL, yeah. did you, you know, cop any sticker? You wogged every, or something like that, like on the field? Every week. Yeah? Without fail. Because the biggest one was in 95. The grand final. The grand final. The one the grand. Do you, look, I won't, I won't, you know, say what was said. But um, and not, we're still, be, well, not best friends, but we're still friends with Brownless. So there were, oh. profa- there were profanities straight after the halfway, uh, half time siren. Do you remember that? Does anyone remember the 95 grand final? What happened? No. There was a bit of a. There was a what? There was, was there a, a, a fight? Stop <laughs> kicking. What'd you kick me for? That's enough of that, Ange. Yeah, it's so, all good. Yeah, but there, there were. I mean, there were. There oh, were a couple, couple, couple of little jabs here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit of a scuffle. Half time. It was yeah. a bit of fun. Your dirty wog, no. wet back bastard, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, 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 Can you like, you know, not light me. stuff like that, you know? Wait, wait, we're going to see if we can get old shit Jamie to find it. Yeah. Let's pull that up. Let's pull up the altercation that we had. Pull it up. Yeah, got it. You got it? Yeah. Hang on. 
Let's see if we can let's see if we can see it. <laughs> Here we go. We got it already. Okay. Here oh, we go. Quick. There he is. Thirty nine. Guess who comes and helps me? Have a look. Oh, have a look. Hang on. Hold on. Oh, hang on. Hold on. Oh, hang on. Get off me. Hang on. Watch who comes. Watch who comes first. Watch, watch, ready. Watch. It's on. It's Wobbs versus Skip. Get in there. It's like back in the school days, man. I want to jump in. Jesus. Oh, God. And there was a player's oh, official. I kept going. Oh, kept mate, what going. a melee. Kept going. Look at that. Jesus Christ. I love that. I could have jumped straight in there, mate. I had to look he after Ange. You threw the first punch. Eh? You threw the first No, who's Billy? He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone get reported? <laughs> no, mate. No, no I was scared of the cousins coming after. Yeah. <laughs> the umpire was like, I don't want no, no beef, man. I'm not going to report Barry Stoneham, I think he had crutches and a broken leg. He jumped over as well. He wanted to join in. Everyone did. So, uh, yeah, geez, that was... Uh, so the answer to the question is, yes, no. there was a little bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Anyway. So that was the... Uh, which obviously, that was a highlight of your careers, right? The 1995 Premiership. That was the highlight of their career. That, 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 that <laughs> the punch-on? <laughs> Not the punch-on. But to be honest, you know, as a young kid, I always remember that last Saturday of September was the greatest day on the calendar for me. And I, I dreamed one day, I'm like... I wanted to represent Australia at the Olympics or play footy. And I got that privilege, but it took me three and a half years to really become a senior player. So I was on the list in uh, 91, not getting a game. By 1994, I got dropped halfway through the year. I thought it was the end of my career. And then I got picked two weeks later on the wing, and then I started to play finally good footy. So I timed it really well for the 95 season, where we only lost two games for the entire year. But to be out on that last Saturday of September, I remember how nervous I was and lucky I got this uh, bloke over here who just cooled my nerves. And uh, yeah, and I remember halfway through the last quarter standing there in the middle of the MCG in front of 90 odd thousand people and I'm looking around, we're up by 80 odd points, right? And I'm looking around going, mate, I'm about to be a premiership player here. I could not believe it. And to be honest, still to this day, it's the greatest day of my life because through all that heartache and pain and blood, sweat and tears, that moment there, no one could ever change for how I felt yeah, when that song went. So I was 22, I was 22 years of age. You know? like, you. On top of the world and playing for the Carlton Football Club was our 16th premiership, you know? And, and Mill Hanna came to me straight after the game. So I, I, you know, I was looking for Ange, you know, I shrugged Mill off the cranium, I love Mill. And I seen this bloke here and we've been through so much together. And I would not have played my footy if I, if I didn't have him by my side. He was just an unbelievable teammate and mate who, you know, by the end of 1991, he was playing senior footy. So I admired him, like he was a year older than me, Ange, and uh, he was the one who I competed with to get better every single day, and that included in the weight room, competing for bigger biceps, bigger calves, Ange. In the clubs, nightclubs. He, <laughs> <laughs> he would always win that, just yeah. so it's clear. So, Ange, what, what did you say to him, like, to call him? Did you say, I was just, I was a larrikin, I was a larrikin as, a, as a teenager. Yeah. You said, you said shut up, Malaka, just play. Yeah. <laughs> I was a larrikin, you know, playing footy and I'm, I'm still a larrikin today so nothing's really changed so it's all about for me humility and just being funny and you know, not taking yourself seriously I see yeah but I, I'd started I, I'd played a grand final without him in 93 so I got a taste of it earlier two years earlier so I was 21 and I'm thinking you know this is it's a childhood dream here to, to try and play playing at the grand final let alone, you know, win, or let alone play one win one but um, we, we obviously lost and got smashed against Essendon and I remember straight after that game, Hate straight after the game, Parko <laughs> made us wait on the ground to suck, to suck it all in. I was standing next to Justin Madden. He's crying. He's literally crying. I looked at him, being the silly age that I am, 
I go, why are you crying? He goes, I want to be playing ever again. I could be retired. He goes, why aren't you crying? I said, I'm ready to go to the Metro. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> like it, did, it just didn't, it didn't sink in. And then come 95, when we got back, I tapped him on the shoulder just before and I said, mate, I remember those words. Yeah. And then we just played our lights out and, and we won the game. That's wow. fantastic. Wow. Yeah. We celebrated for many weeks. Yeah. yeah you do. To be honest, I think every night for about five weeks we celebrated. I went from 95 kilos to 103. <laughs> <laughs> so we're never going to win in 96 on that. <laughs> but it was worth it. And it was unbelievable. Roots that week as well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> to, to work it off. <laughs> it's a running game. Is that all? Um, 12, 12, 12 of the day you would have this fast. <laughs> <laughs> could, you you imagine, could you imagine my body? Oh no, my head on his body. <laughs> yeah. I would have smashed him. Wouldn't do too yeah. well. <laughs> Wouldn't do too well, did he's he? Got a right hand. He's got a beautiful body, but he's. I was always. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I always knew he was attracted to me. I always knew it. I was the alpha. I was the alpha. I was going to say I was always very. Um, I was always jealous of Carlton because we go for Melbourne. We're Melbourne supporters. Ooh. Right. That's why. days. But. We hardly had anything wogs in our team. Yeah. Right. Like full of, now we do. Full of, full of skippies in the team. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Carlton had all the wogs, man. I was like, oh, man, I hope they, I hope they come and play for us, you know. And I wanted all the wogs in our team. Yeah. But we never got it. So We've got nah. the best wog now, Petrarca, huh? Yeah, Petrarca. Uh, yeah. He's a gun. He had but a shit game yesterday. We had it. We had actually, Fucking bombers. Fuck you, bombers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump them. No, no. So we, we had a uh, we, we asked Petraka when we had him on the podcast who he thought the biggest wog club is. You know, like who who do you got? Did he say? Did he say Carlton because of Logan Street? <laughs> well, no. Who, I mean, who's, who's the biggest wog supported club? Oh, okay. Oh, I reckon the Collingwood. Collingwood. Oh, oh right, Collingwood. okay. Oh, well, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. How about Collingwood? Oh yeah, Richmond. Carlton. Not many. Richmond. No, I don't, I'm not asking for the supporters. I'm saying... It's <laughs> <laughs> like a supporter base. It's like a survey. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think they're going to fucking do? Richmond Sports going to go for Collingwood. Oh, what are they going to do? That? <laughs> That's what that, but that was the question. Try and rationalise the question. That's yes. what I'm saying. Listen to the question. Correct. <laughs> I reckon it's Carlton. I do too. It doesn't mean I go for Carlton. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't I know think I agree with that. Who? Collingwood, I, I think it's Collingwood. I'm with, oh, I'm, I think it's Collingwood. Who did Collingwood have? Dacos back in the day. No, Who but, no, but no. We're supporters. not talking about the, oh, the greatest support, wog supporters. Like no, the greatest amount. No, no, seriously, seriously, think about it. Who's, who's the biggest wog supported team in the AFL? You've got the four, you've got, you've got Richmond, you've got Collingwood, you've got Carlton, and, and you've got Essendon. That's what I reckon. I'll tell you what. I was Layla Thomas down boys. I was at Layla Thomas down boys. I reckon it was it was Carlton and Collingwood had the two biggest. I think so. Yeah, I agree with you. It's hard to like un unsure which way to go. Because back in the day when when all the wogs came here, <laughs> 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 it's a fact. Haven't <laughs> 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 even done the punchline yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they all came here, they all ended up in Carlton. Collingwood or Richmond. Yes. My dad always said he was a born a second time at Richmond. Because <laughs> when he came it's here, true, he went to that's Richmond. what he said. So he used to have a soft spot for Richmond, but went for Carlton because Carlton was the Italian, Italian area. Yeah. So we would have been Carlton supporters. So we would have been Carlton. 
Well, my cousins played for Melbourne my when we were 10 who? and they fucked Rigolo Brothers. Oh, really? <laughs> fucked everything for us for 25 years, for 25 man. Except for now, it's sort of all right. So Joe, you know, Joe, <laughs> Joe Rigolo, Frank Rigolo, they played. They're our first cousins. So, so we you had, had them. them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why. Otherwise, we would have been, we Carlton. Would have been Carlton. Carlton. We would have been yeah. Carlton. There you go. In 95, I remember lying to someone and saying I went to Carlton because <laughs> I won the flag. <laughs> <laughs> did you? I don't We'll be putting Oliver's house. And Oliver, man. No, right. and it was, no, no, it was 93 when you lost it. And I was saying to someone, yeah, I'm really upset that we lost. Such a kid. I was, such a, I was a cute kid, though. Hey, <laughs> listen. You said something before about wanting to represent Australia at the Olympics. Yeah. And I read somewhere before uh, that you, uh, you were in athletics yeah. prior to your finding your, your love for AFL, right? What, what, what were you doing? The rings? Fucking hurdles? What, what were you doing, man? What, <laughs> what were you doing, rings. man? Shop no, What were you doing? Shop I did a bit of that too. So well, I, at the question. age of eight, I started playing footy. That was in the winter. And then that summer, my brother competed uh, in athletics. I watched him compete for half a season. Then I joined him. I was a bit of a shy kid. By grade five, I was a state high jump champion. Then by 14, I was Australian champion high jumper, under 15s, under 16s. And my brother became state hurdles champion. I started competing against him, started beating him. So I became state hurdles champion. Eventually, I became Australian uh, champion of 110 meter hurdles. Fucking look at you. I had the Australian you. record as Jesus. well. And I won a lot of multi events. But I lost my high jump title to Tim Forsyth, who was one of the most phenomenal Forsyth. Australian high, high jumpers. Yeah, I remember that guy. Go with the big head. He was six foot six. Yeah, I trained. He you lost to a skip. Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't eat. <laughs> he didn't eat, he was like this. Beans, and I started baby, to make the, the pasta started to fill out on the shoulder, so I couldn't jump as high. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he, he, was, uh, he won a bronze medal at the Olympics and uh, won a gold medal at the Commonwealth Games uh, in the high jump and was the second best junior high jump in the world. So I potentially maybe could have gone to the Olympics. Maybe yeah. I had an offer to college, Division One college in, in America, but that's when Carlton offered me a senior contract. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I chose footy. I, I thought footy had a better opportunity. Better drink cards. Yeah. <laughs> and more roots. More roots for sure, yeah. <laughs> and cash. <laughs> oh, well, there's plenty of cash at Carlton in the brown paper bags as well. The bags, aren't they? Back for the bags? Plenty. You guys were around with those brown bags. bags. They used to do brown paper bags. Oh yeah, God. you didn't know about that. I was thinking a different No, bags, no, no, no. That was John. the old days. John, John were paper Allen. bags. The paper <laughs> Not the bags you're thinking. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, we were packing bags, uh, boxes at, Get uh, careful, ju yeah, at yeah. Just Jeans. Yep. So we weren't established. We were just, you know, almost there. So, Craig Kimberley, he's the owner of, uh, or part owner of Sydney Footy Club at the time, with Mike Willisie. So, he, he owned Just Jeans. And his son, Jason, comes up to me after lunch and he presents me a brown paper bag. And I said, mate, I've already had lunch, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not joking. He goes, take it as a thank you. Come, I want to see you in Sydney. I'm not joking. I said... No, I can't take it, so I couldn't take it. So you took it you after lunch? It was about this. <laughs> 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 you take the bag. Yeah, didn't take the bag. You always take the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take oh, the bag. Just take I it. I agree. I agree. And I thought yeah. it was lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you started playing football, I mean, obviously, uh, your parents were all cool with it back in no, the day? not at all. No. I started at uh, 10 at 10. I finished at under 12s. And again, like I said, my mother and father... Didn't have a car, didn't speak English. The coach would come and knock on my door to play. So under 10s, without saying too much, under 10s and 12s, I did really well. So best on, you know, best and fairest, best in the comp. And mum and dad said, as of 12, you're not playing footy. 
oh. because oh. you're, you know, you're a little skinny, you're going to hurt yourself. So I ended up playing basketball. So, so I played competitive basketball. And then at 17, when I got a bit older and a bit more mature, kind of immature, um, I kind of, the, the doors started opening uh, with footy. So that last year of high school, a friend of mine um, was from the flats, the Carlton Flats, and they were all kids that were displaced. They were kids that, you know, were thieving and doing all sorts of things, all sorts of bad, negative things. They wanted to get them off the street, so they formed a team next door to the footy club. And the Carlton Footy Club, they sponsored us as the under-17, Carlton under-17. It's nothing to do with Carlton, but they gave us free jumpers and stuff. And that's where I got a tap on the shoulder halfway through um, the season and um, asked me, Chris Heaven, the under-19s uh, scout, he said, you did quite well, son. Would you like to trial with the under-19s? And I said, oh, yeah, okay. He goes, you don't sound too happy. I said, I'm, I'm not a Carlton supporter. He goes, mate, you've got a, you've got a freaking opportunity. I go, yeah, fair enough. And at the time, you had to be in a certain zone. So there were certain zones for certain teams. Yeah, so we're, we're based in North Detroit. Mum still is there, right? And he says, um, I'll see you Monday morning. So I went to the club. I walked in. And all you can say is, as you walk through the, part, the, the walkway, you see Bruce Dool, and I'm like, clown. <laughs> you know, Big Nick, yeah, whatever. You know, Kernahan, yeah. You know, all these big knobs. I'm thinking, shit, man, how good's this? But I didn't show it. The first question they asked was, where do you live? I said, da 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 Detroit, North. And they said, oh, you're joking. I go, why? They said, that's with, they're affiliated with Fitzroy. I said, actually, I'm in East Brunswick. He goes, hang on, it's either Fitzroy or Brunswick. I said, I'm actually on the border. This is true. I'm on the border, right on the border. So, can I use these guns? Don't touch yeah, it. Yeah, you can't yeah. do it. Don't, don't break it. Don't break it. Mum will bash us. I'm not joking. Put it back. He says, I want you to, I want you to um, prove it to me. I said, uh, I think, he goes, um, go and get the rates from your parents. I said, what are the rates? He goes, your parents will know, right? So anyway, go and get the rates. And I had a look, I go, shit, it's East Brunswick. So, this house, south, is the city. Fitzroy. This house, which is Fitzroy North, next door, we were here, was East Brunswick. I was in East Brunswick. But mum kept saying North Fitzroy. Ah. So I went back and I said, Same as same. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, oh, who's with East Brunswick? He goes, Carl. I said, mate, I'm with Carl. I'm, with, I'm in East oh, Brunswick. Yeah, yeah. So I, think I went back with the, you know, with the sheet, blah, blah, blah. Because with this, with this home, we have a nature strip. They don't have a nature strip. They have lights. They don't have lights. The, the bins come out Friday. They come out Thursday. So <laughs> I was actually in East Brunswick. <laughs> and now it's changed and it's moved to the end of the street. So well, that's, 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 that's how I made That's how I made That's how close. You know I mean? That was the cutoff. That's it. That was the freaking cutoff, and I made it by a home, and that's no how way. I obviously met, you know, kudos and under 17. Under 19. Right? Uh, under 19. Yeah. Sorry, as a 17 year old, I went to, to Carlton. And three years later, he's playing senior footy. That's how good he and was. People don't realise he was an unbelievable player, and to I do that, look, I, I mean, I it started 17. Look, I was just, I was just consistent. Like I wasn't a gun like this bloke. This I was relax, a gun. But you got them players. He was a gun. Oh, stop pissing each other. <laughs> nah, but get a room or something. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we've been rooming together for how many, how many years now? Too many. <laughs> Over 30 years we've yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, my parents were the same. They didn't want us to play. And uh, so we had an Australian family that started to drive us to the games and drive us home. And that's and halfway through the year, they stopped the front mum and dad were doing the gardening and they said, we're going to come out and speak to them. I said, no worries. And they said, good luck. But they don't really speak English, but try. 
And, uh, you know, they said, Mr. and Mrs. Cooter Feeds, they couldn't say it. And uh, I couldn't say it anyway until I was 14, I think. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my mum, being a, stub a stubborn Italian lady, she said, no, my dad said, I'll start taking them to the games. And the grounds were maybe 15 or 20 minutes away, but we had to lay for an hour because my father couldn't read the malways. <laughs> he taught me all the Greek swearing words, and uh, that's all I know in the Greek language. And uh, from second year onwards, mum came along, and they didn't miss not one single game. So different to Angie's parents. I always say I never would have made AFL footy if it wasn't for my parents' support, because they were there everywhere. And even when I didn't play good, what do you reckon they said? You play very good today, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Imagine, that was enough. Imagine if, I, imagine if I had the support of my father. Yeah, imagine yeah. what you would have done. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I better what put this back. What spins me out about your day is you never watch the game. No. So even if you kick five goals, you go, you'll play the shit today. But yeah. Yeah. So I'd walk... I'd walk uh, I'd leave home at 12.30, yeah, to get there. Sorry, I'd leave 12 to get there at 12.30. So, with mum, obviously, Melbourne Games. My old man, all in Greek, yeah? He'd say, mate, six o'clock, you better be back. The food's got to be on the table, right? No, no word of a lie, right? Mum's like, hey, George, just calm down. It's all right, calm down. There's no calming down, man, because the game finishes at 4.45. By the time you have a shower, you're 5.30, you'll be back at 6. Yeah. You've done the oh, math. It was tough, it was tough. It was tough, love, but it was good. It was good fun. What yeah. about the bank? Oh, no, you keep going. No, so, yeah, you'd walk into the house and, uh, you know, we'd win, and he goes, you did okay today. I go, how do you know? He goes, I listened to Rex Hunt, and I heard Crystal here, Crystal there. So it was, it was nice. He's always praised me, though, Ange. He's <laughs> praised me. He, he, he never praised you. me. He wouldn't praise me, but he's praised me to everybody. Yeah, that's everyone the way else. it always is, is That's the in, with, to his friend, he'd say, hey, my son's Andrew. Correct. That's right. Yeah, so that's yeah. When he passed away, so we had to go through all his you know, belongings and stuff, the guy had everything, like all these paraphernalia. Not that I have a lot. Absolutely. But he'd, he'd get his, um, my, uncles, my uncles to go and fetch all the newspapers, whatever article it was, this small, this big. Oh, that's cool. And like, you know, we've got a few little boxes and I thought, wow, are you kidding me? And then I, I, not long after, I, I couldn't find my, I found a box, yeah, like in the garage, because he used to hide stuff. And I used to go, hey, Dad, where's, you know, where are my runners? He goes, your mate's pinched it. You're an idiot. They're going to pinch your head. They're going to pinch your head. <laughs> I go, where's my watch? If you got my watch, he goes, ah, oh, these stupid mates. You know, they just walk in and out. So when he passed, so he used to just do my heading. So I'd, I would do his heading, right? And then when he passed, I found all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there was shit everywhere. But anyway. Hey, uh, Kuda, I want to ask you something. You know, you said the, the, the winning the grand final was the you know, the pinnacle. Yeah. I would have thought it would have been when you were, you were a gladiator. You know, on show. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know this is, I know where this is going. Where? Don't the worry. gladiator, man. Like, yeah, the coot of the Greek god. You, yeah. What were you called? Coot of the Greek god. They really spent a lot of fucking time coming up with that one, didn't they? Yeah, I'm not even great. Anyway, everyone else, Thunder or Viper <laughs> or, you know, all these names, <laughs> Outlaw. <laughs> then it was coot of the Greek god. <laughs> So I was filming in Sydney and we had these, and the girls said, hey, Kuda, and I waved out there, I was like this, they've gone, oh, is that who you are? So they had no idea who I was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was a little bit of fun, uh, the Gladiator. How long was that for? Hey? How long did you do that for? Just, uh, we went for one, uh, one series. One series. Yeah, so we have a photo of him crisis. as the Greek god. You can't bring it up, I, I, I was looking at it this morning. Have you got a Greek god photo? At least they're not they just going to call you Zeus. Why don't they call you gladiators? Dancing with the stars too? Yeah. that's called Zeus or I was going to say, why don't they call you Zeus? That makes sense. You're Greek, they called you just Kuda. That's a lot of marketing dollars put into that. Greek god? They could have called him Gino, he's half Italian. He's half Italian as well, man. Gino. Oh, there we go. 
I'm your team when I want to be. Where is and, he? Uh, oh, there he is. Mate, that's oh, look a, at that. <laughs> that's yeah. a real person oh, at the right, front. There he is. All right. Check that one out. Take oh, one. Hey. hey. <laughs> Roots. I've got to call him that. <laughs> Could you imagine all your yeah. heads on his shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the, hold the on, hold on. Suvlaki? Oh, sorry. Oh, God. I was going to say, on, the, on, the, on that topic, you, you, you had yeah, a, stay on a, that unbelievable topic, rig on you. Yeah, you had an unbelievable... No, we'll get, to, we'll get to that. You had an unbelievable rig on you, obviously, and you were a pin-up boy, I believe, at one point, right? For the men of all seasons? Come so on. Was there was a lot of footballers. <laughs> 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 I did about eight or nine of them, yeah. Uh, there the you go. Is. You both did it? I did. Yeah, Ange was on there. Like wearing like um, fireman like. outfits and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis racket. I don't know. Ask. Were well, you in the two end? Ask Daniel to get him up. up. Really I didn't know you were. <laughs> you won't find them. You won't find them. We've got to put them. You won't find them somewhere. Right? You won't. They're, they're all in Ange's garage. Which you did find them. I found them. Oh, there they are. My dad bought all the magazines from. Yeah. Oh shit. Hey. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> fucking, he's got a fucking fish. Hey, I swear. <laughs> Look, the fish. it's like, it's like, uh, look at that, he's got a fucking. See the big fish, see? I swear yeah. I used that fish in our show, man. We did that, we did that in yeah, our show. A big fish, it's a bigger fish. The barracuda. <laughs> Where's, uh, Who are the there, other there's. <laughs> what if you know what We don't care about that. Adrian Whitehead and Matthew Clappe. Look at that. Barracuda, that's now, though. You're doing barracuda fit. Yeah, that was a few years ago. But that's your business though, Cooter Fit, right? That's, that's our calendar yeah. behind. Out in Bandura, northern suburbs, if anyone wants to come along. But we do a lot of online stuff. I've helped a lot of people here yeah, during their journey, to, whether they want to lose weight, you know, gain weight, increase energy. It's all about healthy. You know, Where can healthy. you find, is it on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, yeah. Instagram, Instagram Cooter Cooter Fit. Fit. Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Do you want to look like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> 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 you look like that, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> do you want to look like that guy in the left? what's happened to me. <laughs> Talk to me after the show and I'll, I'll teach you how. We can help you with that. If you want to look like the other way, uh, fit. Excessive meatballs and pasta will get you there. That's and it. what about Suvlaki Hut? Oh, God. Do we really have to, you have to ruin the show? Go on, it's yeah. the greatest oh, film. Come on, man. That went, that went for a number of years, though, right? It wasn't ours. We just had the one shot, but we were the faces of... Uh, yes. Yeah. Was there a jingle? Yeah, we've got to play something. Oh. Yeah. Can, we, can we play? This is the greatest, greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh, you know what, this has been quiet for a little while. You've like now spoiled it. It's gonna get out again. Look at that. Please freeze on me. Was Ange, the Gotta gorilla. Tell ya. The gorilla was Ange. So we'll break you both on it. <laughs> he was a monkey until they did it. It was, they turned into a gorilla. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, it's amazing. You know a, what? It was a. It was up for a. It was a disaster. Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was? It was up was for an Academy Award, but it didn't quite win. But I did win the Brown Logie Award. Uh, ABC had some sort of show, rang me up and said, you've actually won the Brown Logie for the, Logie for the worst commercial of all time. <laughs> so I said, oh, no, I don't want to fly up to Sydney to get it. But uh, yeah. But that, but that seriously, the so Blackout ran for a number of years though, didn't it? The I think about store? five or so, maybe all up. We were in it for three and a half. Yeah. yeah so. It's well, a good it concept. Was fitting. It was, it was, a, great it was a good concept. It was, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a good concept. The operative yeah. word was. Yeah. 
All right, guys. We're on a, <laughs> a time schedule because the footy's coming on after this. We've got some questions from the crowd. It's a uh, segment of ours. Roll, segment. To a, roll to a segment. Roll, roll to it. a segment. Questions, questions, questions. Questions from the crowd. Questions, questions. Questions from the crowd. Questions, questions. Questions from the crowd. Questions, questions from the crowd. That animation was almost as good as the fucking Civil Arky right now. Jesus Christ, man. Well, no. Good you guys there to be a criticism. As you can see, the production level on this podcast very high. bears no expense. Yeah. <laughs> and we very played high. all the instruments on that as well. <laughs> all right, so so just, just in case you don't, didn't know. I've got, I got a really good one here, actually. All right. Go run with it. This is, so this from, is from Matt from Keylor Park. Where is he? Matt? Where's Matt? Is Matt in the room? Oh, he thought it was shit and he left. There he is. <laughs> That's over there. Uh, all right. He wrote here, funnily enough, how many times a week did you guys go to Chase's on Chapel Street when you were playing? <laughs> I think you've answered that 15 times. Yeah, already. we have. It was yeah. a Friday, be twice. Sunday, Wednesday. Really? For real? Yeah, yeah. You guys are nuts, man. No, no. I wouldn't, it wouldn't stay till all hours. Till stay till four or five in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. Chuck, Just Sunday night, A couple, night, couple of weeks in the toilets and leave. Go for it. Now go. Because mine's shit. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be divorced after this, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. If the phone's I, know, I, got, I got one. This one's for Kuda. Do, do um, your family actually support Carlton or is it forced? My family? No, no, of course they support Carlton. Which family? Your this fam one now your or family. the other one? Which no, which <laughs> mum and dad? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, your, of course. Your, your no, kids? No. They, my kids, uh, my young boy Lucas loves Carlton. So I had my oldest boy who hated footy. My daughter hated footy, my wife hated footy. I was like, man, I've got to have another kid here. And, uh, <laughs> please give me a boy. Anyway, I have a boy, and I made him sleep with the footy. He loves footy. So I've got little Lucas, and uh, he's 12 years old now. He loves Carlton. He goes to as many games as he can. And so now the others have uh, all embraced the Carlton Football Club. So I just hope that they can start making finals so uh, he can have a little bit of fun in his life. Hey, does he get, does he get to play? Because hey? is your son, does he get to play? Does he get to play automatically? Does he get to qualify? Is that, is he that has to be good. Or? He has to be good. He has to be good. Yeah, huh? No yeah, automatic there. No yeah. automatic. All right. Well, he's, he's, he's good. He's like, going to he's going to right. I watched you see him on your Instagram. He's shot up. He's looking tough. He yeah. might end up. One thing's looking. Get a, fish, a calendar. He's going to right. He's a good boy. I got a question here. It's it's an anonymous question. How did you meet these clowns? I'm, I'm <laughs> is that direct I'm assuming, to about you I'm assuming or you guys it's about to you us? guys regarding how did you meet us as us clowns, us dickheads here, how did you meet us? Oh. I, I met Joe many years ago, he's a good boy. We met years ago oh, through yeah. Matty Pilios, our friend Matty Pilios, yeah. Asian of the Stars, if anyone wants an Asian, Matty Pilios. Yeah. We met through it and we had a coffee and had a, had a bit of a catch up. Correct. And, and I then I met Tammy, yourself yeah. and... So my wife has a, a restaurant next door to me, the Garni in Northcote, so yeah, so she's... Yeah, we she met there. And I met you there. Actually, met Angie today. Met Angie an hour ago in the in the green room. We met at 
Uh, Maddie's, 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 Maddie's birthday. Yeah, kids. But they've always birthday. been very good. Really, support. really underwhelming story this is, by the way. Been, no, no, but they've Clean been very stories. big supporters of us for many years now, so we've got a lot of time for them, you know. We didn't mean to chase. So didn't mean to chase. Didn't mean to chase. No. But we are, to be honest, how lucky we are. Because you boys are phenomenal. They've done, how good are they? Seriously, no, phenomenal job. And for the logs out there. Bring back great memories. So we appreciate you very, very much, seriously, for what you've done. And those before you as well. Nah, because we did three rod labour rounds. I don't know if I told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we You're did. Next. Um, oh, I've got, got a question. Um, this is uh, from this is from this is from Margaret Zeta, actually. Oh, oh, Margaret, Margaret is she Children's there? Cancer Council, who's this is all for. <laughs> this uh, this is this all the, the, the funds are going to this charity. She's written here, um, why did you connect so well on the ground and looking out, why we, you know, look, and looking out for each other? So, so two questions in one. She snuck another one in, that's fine. Yeah, you can we answer that. You used oh, to look at me all the time. Yeah, we had a great synergy on, on the ground. Um, it obviously started when we were 17, 18, as under-19s. And um, from there, it was just, we trained together, we were competitive at training. And then come playing, I would just always look for the bloke. Yeah, and he wasn't a gun at the time, like he was, he was becoming a gun, but I'd always look for him and he'd never let me down. Eight times out of ten, if I kicked it to him with two on one, he'd take it. So then Parker would say, you know what, just leave it like that, let it be. So I'd be, I'd be like in the back line looking for, you know, looking for Cooter, wherever I was. There'd be brattles on his own. He'd be yeah. like, Ange, I'd be like, nah, too tight. Sauce will be over there, hey, hey. I'd go, nah, nah, nah. Then I'd see Cooter coming from the wing with three of them on him. Bang over the top. <laughs> it was, it, it was, just work. It would work. Was there a little bit of uh, wog favoritism going on? Was I it? don't know. But then, <laughs> then there was. Then I was. Um, there's a funny old stat. I was uh, injured in '97. I had a bad back and I was out for 18 months. So I, I got on a um, one of the talk shows uh, with Eddie McGuire, and he says, "Do you realise there's a stat from 1993 to today that you your your possessions." Two cooter, forty-three no. percent. No. Yeah. So for ninety-three, four, five, six, seven, five, four, five years. He only used to get three kicks a game. Though. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it was uh, almost fifty percent of I my possessions were going to him. No if way. you watch highlights now, you just see him go like this. I was just watching him just go like this, and he was to casually run, and he had the he most phenomenal kick. Like his kicks would go into this area that was almost impossible for the opposition to spoil the ball and that's how good his kicks were i think it was only him and greg williams out of the team who could kick like that some players kick here and there but i just knew every time he'd just go like this even the grand final even if i couldn't be bothered he'd just go he'd wait for me and it was so obvious wasn't it because you were like hurry up go and everyone knew it was two or three didn't on they catch on he's gonna kick the cooter three on me and <laughs> kick, thank just put you. three on cooter man he's gonna yeah. kick the cooter every time you know and players would complain and kick me the ball like no it's too tight that was great days. But any time I could give him the favour back. And he'd time. always go backwards. He'd go back 20 metres to give me a kick. <laughs> to square it up. Yeah. All right. I've got a last question here. Uh, if you had a crystal ball in five years' time, will the concussion rules be very different? Oh, that's serious. There we go. We've got something of some, with some depth. That that's that's a serious, serious question. Me. Yeah. You answer that. You can answer I think you've been affected by a concussion, haven't you, or not? <laughs> I'm starting to think I have too. <laughs> couple of times. My memories. Yeah. Well, to do those oh, calendars, serious. you must I'm have serious. been, man. <laughs> hey? To do those Where calendars. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, so it's, a, it's a serious question, and uh, it's, a, it's a very physical game. And uh, in particular, back in the days when 
and what they did back then obviously is not allowed anymore. But uh, there's no doubt it would have had a lot of effect on a lot of players because, you know, being out there, getting hit from all sorts of areas, it was a very tough game. I do, I do honestly question myself sometimes as I don't have a great memory. So, but I don't know whether it's just how do you know, you know what I mean? But we put our bodies on the line for the club, but we also love the game, the sport, you know? And so and you wouldn't put your hand up. Back in the day, it was brutal. That's right. So right. you wouldn't put your, sorry, you wouldn't put your hand up if you got knocked out or you got yes. a slung tackle. So You'd I've been, I've been hit once or twice. I don't know where I am. Seriously, I've got crying eyes and I'm just staggered. Yeah, I could have... And if you went off, you're like, you're soft. Yeah, yeah. that's right, you're soft. What are you doing? Oh, Go okay. back to the reserve. Well, that's Prove yourself. Yeah, that, I, that's that, tough. I had 12 stitches here once. Well, after game, but I didn't know. <laughs> but wrap you up. <laughs> Out you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it happened, to, uh, happened to Rewald on the other day. Yeah. yeah. He looked like he had a bloodbath going on. They just stitched him up. Oh, what's right his back name? Out. He kicked four goals. Yeah. He kicked a few goals. But we've got the effects of concussion. But not because we play AFL, it's just because we're dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> no. I got, I got we back did that. My that. Well, that's why I got the... We, we were born concussed. <laughs> yeah, but we did the Bum and Bummer show once. You know that? Oh, dumb God. and Dumber. We did something that's called Bum and Bummer anyway. It suited us. And it would tea. You haven't got that on? No. Yeah. No, we'll get that one up. Yeah, but nowadays it's just fast. Because so people reckon that the AFL is, is a tougher sport... Than, N than NRL, because NRL they hit you like that. Where AFL can come in. But they wear a lot of headgear in NRL. No, 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 it's not yeah, much it's still whiplash. Like, I mean, footy, there's a lot of whiplash and like from sides. Knees to the kidneys from going yeah. backwards. And yeah. So ah. We've seen the bumps of the old days. Were, I mean, people used to run past the ball that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dangerous. Too dangerous. Yeah. I've got a question here to both of you. Are you happy that the mullets are back? Yeah. Because oh. yeah. they, they were... I used to have were, a mullet. Did, look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dicky Nee. Ends that a mullet for 30 years. Dicky Nee show then. Yeah, all right, oh, no, Daryl. Hey, you don't want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> do it, do it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey. There you go. Dicky Nee. Hey, Daryl. You should bring it back. Hey, Saturday, huh? Yeah. Hey, Mr. Saturday. Sorry. Where's the hat? How's it going, Daryl? We should seriously bring that back. I'll be Daryl Summers, yeah. Hey, hey, Saturday. That's hilarious. It's so funny. funny. The Greek dicky knee. What was the question again? What was the question? I don't know, man. The question. Well, anyway, the mullet, the mullet question. The mullet, all of a sudden, Spiro knee came along. Guido. Actually, you know what? I actually did have a mullet story. So I wasn't playing cricket at the time. I was like 15. And I come home. So I went to the butchers. I got butchered. I went to the hairdressers and I said, I just want a little like a, a one inch, but I go, you know what? I want to go three. So I went three inches, yeah? And, and the, the guy said, are you sure you're, you're going to be right at home? Because I was only 14, 15. I go, yeah, it'll be fine. So I get home, my man was at the front. Well, tell him what, describe it first. Oh, I was just, it was hair like this, but then three inches shaven. Oh, no. It side. turned out to be like... And this is at 15, I was 15 year old. Oh, like a mohawk. <laughs> a mohawk. Yeah, it's like a mohawk. It turned Seriously. out. Seriously, but, but, but we're long. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like this. Hang on a sec. Can you bring that up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my man's watering the gun. And I go, Dad, he goes, in Greek, he goes, 
who are you? <laughs> I go, I'm your son. <laughs> he goes, no, you're not, mate. He just started throwing rocks. <laughs> he goes, get it. Get out of my house. Go and get a cut. So I have to go and get a cut. Otherwise, you're not, going, you're not coming in. Otherwise, you're leaving with your mum. Out. Jesus. It was Jesus. always your mum. Out. He's portrayed his dad. Sure, your dad was a villain, <laughs> and he's such a lovely man. He was. A, he was no, a well, I he think was, he's he exaggerating was, a little. We're the same. Our dad was exactly the same. Me and Carl were. And Andrew was, dad, a, was exactly. a bit of a nutcase too. Yeah, he dad. deserved it. So. He deserved it. George was a good man. Our dad, my dad. I remember going, I used to get home at two in the morning, sneaking in as well. Yeah. Think that I'd, I'd get in. Yeah. And I'd just hear rattling of the fucking clock and going, you're fucking a bastard. <laughs> 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 That's some scary shit, man. And yes. you know, so then you go to bed and that was for six hours like this. Yeah. Knowing in the morning I'm going to fucking cop it. Yeah. yeah so seven, you don't 7 30 on the door, he's at the door like a Terminator like that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. in the morning he's, get up, you bastard. That's <laughs> <laughs> different for me. My dad would sleep like a champion. He wouldn't, he wouldn't wait up. Mum would wait up. She'd be waiting and I'd get home, turn the light on and she'd be in the couch going, tomorrow your daddy's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so we know exactly what you mean. I mean, same with our, our dad once and we sold out a couple of shows once and I was like, Papa, we sold out some shows. And he goes, how many? He go, I go, three. He goes, why not you do six? <laughs> <laughs> Never happy. Right. Never there happy. you go. And then what? We ended up doing six. Yeah, it's still not. So he happy. was right. Why not nine? Was right. We just did six. You know the grand final. We won the grand final, '95. I get home. I drop my bag off, like he says, yeah, to mum, whatever. I leave. I said before. Before I leave, I said, Dad, you're not going to see me for three days. He goes, bullshit. You're coming back at two o'clock. I said, mate, there's no way. I go, I'm, I'm the king today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Elvis today. Leave me alone. He goes, okay. He goes, I dare you, right? So, I ended up going out. <laughs> I went out with everyone and uh, Vince Colosimo was uh, oh, yeah? part of the clan. He drove me home. It was six o'clock. I go, I'm fucked. Right? <laughs> I go, mate, if I see the Venetians up, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I go, don't. He goes, I'm going to drop you off at the front. I said, no, just drop me off at the corner. He goes, no, no, I insist. I've taken you out. So he's dropped me off at the front. I see the Venetians up. I go, I'm, 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 I'm screwed. I walk in. I swear to God, I swear to God. I walk in, didn't have to do this. <laughs> I saw the Venetians up. My man's up. He goes, what time is it? I said, six. <laughs> he goes, I know what time it is, but if I can see you ever doing that again, you're out with your mother again. <laughs> <laughs> just this once. Just this once. How many times did he kick your mother out? <laughs> <laughs> you and your mother going to kill me. <laughs> It's it poor lady. <laughs> you should have got. Why did you have a tent at the front or something, man? <laughs> After the tent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up because the football's it. about to come on. So, uh, boys, we want to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you very much for coming out. Give him a big round of applause. Um. And before we go, we want to let everyone here know, first off, that on the 18th of June, we're going to be doing two more shows of the Off the Boat show at the Palais Theatre. We're recording a special of that show. So listen out for it in the next few weeks, register for tickets and buy them.
We're going to spend the real money. We're going to do two shows, the full off-the-boat show. We're recording it for a special for a streamer. Um, and um, so, pardon? Then they're more than yeah, double yeah. bucks. Double. <laughs> it's the last time you're paying twenty you're bucks. Right. Man, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut your face. Uh, <laughs> cheap lunch. Cheap lunch. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. They're a lot more than twenty bucks, but that's fine. What would you say? What? Forty bucks. Forty-five. Forty-five. That's outside. Forty-five. You're sitting. <laughs> sitting that's in the, the car, car park yeah. entry. Forty dollars to park your car. Uh, it's not a fucking auction. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> How much for the cash? I like that one. Here you go, 45, 45, 45, 45, 45, 150 bucks, sold. <laughs> everyone in the audience. Nah, that won't be 150. Look out for that. Prices, did everyone come to the show? Yeah. That's not that many people. So expecting to see you all come and see it. It's a, it's a, it's a, a big event. Um, you know, we're, we're filming it and we're hopefully going to get it on something like, you know, Netflix or Amazon or whatever. Um, and yeah, come we're be not, a part of it. It'd be nice if you were a part of it. It'd be yeah. nice if you guys could be a part of it, all right? Yeah. And thanks so much for coming out and seeing us. Thanks to Crown Casino and the Palms for hosting the event, obviously. Thanks, yes. to, thanks for you guys for supporting my room. Obviously, there's some underprivileged kids in this world, so it's really nice of you guys to come out. Thank you so much. Obviously, thanks to the boys. Yeah. No, I guess at yeah, this, this stage, again, what he, to Tamira, what he said, thank you every time we end a show or anything we do, we just pay uh, thanks to you guys for allowing us to do what we do and live a dream. And without you guys, we're nothing. So thank you guys yeah, so much for you. everything you give us. And the podcast, the podcast is going to have a little break for about three or four weeks, and then we're, there's something new happening, so uh, look out for that too. Someone paid us more money. But yeah, so, yeah anyway. pretty much. <laughs> but that's it. We're going to get up now. And, uh, Thank you, yeah. everyone. Ciao. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy. Ciao. Have a happy Easter. Happy Easter Thank to you. all the Orthodox people. Thank you. Where do we go? <laughs> Enjoy your gambling. <laughs>